to a special episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm here with Jeff Hollingshead. Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Laura. It's good to have you back. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I definitely miss it. And uh, and I, I know you and Tim did a great job. I listened to your to your podcast and your conversation. And thank you for allowing me to come back. Oh, you know. <laughs> Wouldn't have any other one. Yeah. Hey, today we are celebrating our 100th As the Drum Turns episode. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. We made yeah. it. We made it. That's correct. You know, the day that you uh, asked, you know, told me that you're going to do a podcast, you said, hey, I, I need some equipment for a podcast. And and uh, and little did I know that I would have to be the one to host it with yeah, you. Yeah, you're the host. <laughs> yeah. That was part of it. I didn't know that uh, when I was buying that equipment. But anyway... <laughs> But we have made it, and this has been a ton of fun. So um, we uh, we've 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 gotten a little bit better, maybe. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's it's it is time consuming. I know on you for sure, and uh, but I think it's good. Oh, I, it hopefully, is. you know, people enjoy it and kind of get to understand what's happening around the company and kind of brings us together a little bit. It does. It does. Level set. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. We are, um, you know, we're not the the best at this and professionals, but <laughs> no. we do have fun. And, and it is really imperative for us to to talk about what what is happening week, weekly with with SRM and everything that's going on. So, Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So congratulations for making it this far. Um, <laughs> all right. So, hey, we returned from Vegas from the world of concrete and the world of concrete uh, really showed out, I think, this year. There are tons of vendors, and we got to see a lot of the people that we uh, that we work with, the people from uh, Jonell. Marcotte. Marcotte. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. You did. Yeah, I wasn't there. But that's right. We, we just want to hear about who got in trouble. Absolutely. Spill no your one. guts. No one. No one. Uh, it is. We don't believe it. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But to be honest, we just had the best time. It's it's really cool to to be able to see people from that you get that you're spending so much time on the phone with, and um, you know, and I and I just love that. We're just, we're so scattered that we don't get to see the the people all the way, you know, in Michigan yeah. and yeah. Um, what I like to yeah. hear is stories about you know the operators that get to go and some of their wives win. That's so right. That, you know, I think that's special. So yeah. anytime we can kind of get together and have a big group uh, brought together, I think that's I think it's good. Yes, Kevin Harrington, um, he had a guy uh, down that way, and he said that was his first flight. So they gave him a certificate. It was Tim Scott out of Panama City Beach. He's an <laughs> operator. It was his first airplane flight, um, and they gave Southwest gave him a certificate. So he was super proud. I'm showing Jeff the, the the picture. So oh, he was, he was great. We we got to see the Hoover Dam, which is always a spectacular to see um, when you're there and in the midst of it. So a lot of concrete. It's, it's a lot of concrete. It's a lot of concrete. <laughs> um, anyway, but thanks so much for for everybody that made it out that way and represented our company well. Yeah, I know Dad and Ryan enjoyed it. They uh, they always come back full of full of stories, so it was all good. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. So we have we have some really good news. That we have the first acquisition uh, that was completed of 2022. Why don't you share about the acqu- the recent acquisition? Yeah, we we uh, purchased JJ's Ready Mix, and uh, it's outside of quite a, outside of Indianapolis, and and I'm, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Salisbury, right? Uh-huh. Salisbury, Salisbury, Indiana. Yes. Yeah. So yes. Uh, really nice plant. Made some, met some great people while we were there and uh, looking forward to growing in that market. It's uh, right outside of the, uh, the hometown of uh, Indiana University. So it's a really good sized market uh, that 
that I think we'll have a lot of opportunity to grow and and it gives us an opportunity to keep growing in Indiana. Indiana's going to be a big uh, big state for us before it's over. That's right. Uh, That's right. So yeah, excited to to, to enter to meet uh, those new operators and team members and. Uh, looking forward to growing there. That's right. That's right. We got to, I got to tag along on that one. Basically, I'm there for the photo, you know. The photo. Anyway, <laughs> but we got to meet um, the operators there and uh, it was so exciting. It's just every time that happens, I'm, I'm sure that um, you get excited that that it's just, it's nice to inter- introduce yourself and um, to watch people ask questions and to learn about the company and almost become a little bit more um I would say they just kind of get more comfortable with you. The thought of it. It's a lot to process. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's, you know, it's easy for us to kind of get numb to it because we've done it so many times now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for people, it's their life's changing in a way and uh, certainly their employer's changing. And and so uh, we try to we want to go meet people face to face. And that's why. That's right. Our family goes and meets uh, every time we do an acquisition. We, we go get face-to-face with folks and introduce ourselves and tell them what we're about and and kind of start planting the seed of our culture, what we want to do and why we do it and how we do it. So mm-hmm. I think it's a good uh, good first step of, as many of you are listening, you've been there and been a part of those conversations, but I think it's a good first step. To get us uh, to get us to where we want to be. Yeah, I have to I have to say uh, give a shout out to Ryan Young. He was there, um, and he really took a lot of time with with those guys. You know, as a acquisition, mm-hmm. a, a smaller acquisition, he answered every single question that those people had. So I, I was really proud just to, to have him a part of our team because he was he was excited. He was right there with them. So, Absolutely, you can yeah. tell you can tell when folks care. So that's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. absolute. All right, and we want to congratulate Ryan Young. Uh, they were able to bring home their daughter Ellie last week. Uh, she spent a little bit of time in the NICU. She is she is doing well. Mom's doing well. Um, so we want to just say congratulations. He says, "Mom, baby, and big brother and sister are all doing well." That's awesome. Yep, and uh, I know that's answered prayers for them. So. Congratulations. That's right. And you also had a new family member that was born on the material side. I did. Yes. Yes. So we my cousin. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, your my cousin. cousin, Nevin yes. Sizemore. Nevin had, had his baby first Grayson. 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 Yep. Grayson is uh, beautiful. We got to see a picture of, of baby Grayson today. So congratulations, congratulations to, to them. Congratulations right. to them for sure. That's right. Um, hey, big shout out to retirement. We got a retirement. Congrats to Chuck O'Connor from the Ocala plant. He is uh, he's been the mechanic there. Um, he was with the acquisition of All Star, uh, I think, in 2011. So, congrats to Chuck O'Connor on your retirement. Yeah, congratulations, congratulations, Chuck. Hope you enjoy your retirement. <laughs> awesome. Um, hey, real quick, Jeff, we have a healthcare enrollment going That's on. That's exciting, yes, Laura. You know, we just the news just keeps getting so exciting. <laughs> wow. Yes. yes. Yeah. But it is essential. People have a lot of questions about the healthcare right now. So that's um, it is time to enroll. Time don't to say enroll. don't say yeah. we didn't tell you. This is this yeah. it's important right now. So that's for your medical vision and dental. Absolutely. If you've got any questions about that, contact your local HR representative. Yes. If you do not know who that is, ask your GM. Or yeah. ask your plant manager. You should, yeah. Hopefully you know that by now, but yeah. Yes. If not, ask, ask somebody, they'll help you out for sure. Awesome. All right. Well, anything else you want to share before we, we dive into our next? I've been segueing yeah. a couple weeks now about some news. Um, you know, we're going to put a video out. We're going to shoot that video actually uh, tomorrow. Uh, and so once that, that's been edited, we'll be able to announce that next week. So hang tight with everybody. Uh, got some exciting news. Looking forward to, to rolling out some 
some hopefully some uh, good changes and benefits, et cetera. But uh, we'll, we'll get those out next week. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Okay. Okay, Jeff. This is the part of the, the podcast that I know you're very pumped. We have some callers that have some questions for you. So uh, we our first one is from Zach Gallagher. So let's let's take a listen to what Zach has. Zach Gallagher here. First time caller, long time listener. Jeff, do you ever plan to take SRM International? And if you do, how far down the road is that? Well, Zach, <laughs> thank you for that question. Um, so for the answer for me would be no. Um, I, I don't have any interest, nor does the family have any interest to take in the company international. But, and, the, and the reason being for that is that there's so much domestic opportunity and there's no other country in the world like America. I mean, I just America's got everything going for it. It's a, a place where you can really do well. And uh, the the rule of law is here. The way business is run is understood. Uh, so it's it's easier to do business here than it is any other country in the world. So that's that's a big part of it. But another part of it is that we're, you know, last year's leadership was it's day one. Mm-hmm. We're, and we're truly we're just getting started. And I view our business as a, a really a three leg stool, stool. I've been speaking a lot about our mission statement. We want to be the largest construction materials company in the country and maintain best in class culture. <clears throat> but with that, it's a three leg stool. One, one stool, one leg of that stool is ready mix. Another one's aggregates. Another one's cement. Ready mix, we've come a long way. But we're not there yet. Uh, aggregates, we're, we're we're making some headway, but we're certainly not there yet. And cement, we're just scratching the surface. So there's so much opportunity domestically that I don't think in my lifetime uh, we could really do everything that that we envision uh, and what we've uh, got planned for our company. So, but hopefully, uh, when I get ready to retire and and my family, you know, Dad and Ryan, everybody gets ready to to hang it up, then we've got kids that. They can take it international. That that's right. Yeah, we have we got we have to leave yeah. them something to do. Yeah, yeah. My now kid. we might go find like a an island somewhere. Yeah, No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, we're gonna keep it keep it in the the fifty states. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, thanks, Zach, for your question. We're gonna move along to our next caller. We've got Will Clark on the line. Will Clark, operator, Plant Two Twenty One, Middletown, Ohio. Would Jeff is he actually a ordained pastor? All right, so Jeff, are you an ordained pastor? <laughs> I am an ordained pastor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my uh, our pastor before he retired, he actually did the yeah. He, he ordained me. Uh-huh. I guess is the mm-hmm. proper yeah. Words to use, but yeah, he did that, and I'm, you know, by the authority vested in me, in, me, yeah. uh, in the state of Tennessee. So yeah, right. and I've been uh, been the pastor at our church for I don't know, probably I'm, time runs together, but I'm going to say three years. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been preaching since I was about 17 years old. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was a youth minister for all of those years, and then our our church is a small church, but we. Uh, they they voted to make me the pastor, so I've mm-hmm. been doing that for a number of years now. Yeah. And it's a, a great honor to do that, and what a blessing uh, that's been. You know, it's it, there's concrete's fun. I enjoy it. I love our business. I love what we do. But you know, there's some things, in my opinion, that are that are eternal. 
And, uh, That's right. you know, so I want to make sure that I'm, I'm trying to do that first. And, you know, I get asked that question a lot about, you know, how do you do both or how do you have time for you both? Well, I, I really view business as a, as a way to minister to. Yeah. Now we have to run it like a business, mm-hmm. but with that, the same thing being said, if we can treat people right and, and be there for them, uh, to the best of our ability and, uh, and, and try to, to, to live as good a life as we can. And mm-hmm. I, I think that in itself, is a minute. And, and we're able to help a lot of people, help a lot of kids, you know, schools. We, we were just working on our website, the social responsibility yeah. tab on our website. That's right. There was 243 schools that we helped last year or something. It's incredible. And, and uh, that's not because of me. It's because of everyone that's listening to this mm-hmm. because all of our inputs together we're, we're able to help the, the community that's in a big right. way. So, and that's a ministry, no matter, no matter how you cut it, that that's a ministry in itself. So, uh, no, I appreciate, appreciate that question. Right. Uh, <laughs> maybe he's getting married and needs a, that, needs a preacher. I don't know. <laughs> you can marry and bury. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to move along to, uh, Pat Bradshaw. Uh-oh. Let's Let's hear his question. Hey Jeff, it's Pat from Savannah. My question is, a lot of CEOs talk about a typical day. What's a typical day for Jeff Hollingshead? How do you feel like that'll change with the new division presidents? <laughs> well, th- thanks. Thanks, Pat. I'm, um, yeah, so my week is uh, normally the first half of the week I'm traveling. So Monday, Tuesdays, sometimes Wednesdays, I'm out of town traveling uh to all you know wherever wherever that week is and and for the most part my weeks are are scheduled uh at least a month in advance so like uh the next four i know where i'm going to be for the next four weeks for the most part and so i I do build in some some time in there for uh just to keep it open in case you know things pop up but but that that's been a big help for me and you know, I don't know if folks remember, but our first leadership meeting, we had uh, Lee Cockrell and the day planner. So that's, you know, I've, I've carried a day planner for, for many, many years. I got years worth of day planners that I've kept and uh, really helps outline our day. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I do, uh, at least in the first half of the week. And then the, the last half of the week is typically in uh, office days and meetings, uh, meetings with, you know, a plethora of folks, vendors, banks, et cetera. I am a really a night owl, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I stay up till twelve or one o'clock uh, every Ooh. every night, and uh, that's just kind of what what yeah. works for me. And I normally I'm up at you know five forty five. It's typically when I'm when you I'm need up. More so sleep, Jeff. yeah, so I'm five five forty five six. <laughs> but uh, that's when I'm I'm up, and yeah, I'm up, and so I know, and I normally get home about seven thirty eight o'clock, seven about seven o'clock, I should say. Yeah. My wife may disagree, but I get home around seven o'clock and spend time with the family and the kids, and we like to stay up late. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make so, it what happen. you're saying, the division presidents, you know, with that coming into play, huge help, yeah. huge help. I mean, yeah, I mean, we were getting a ton of calls, uh, you know, with a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and, and I, I felt like it was becoming. I didn't want to bec- uh, impede them from doing their job, the GMs, because they had you know things and they needed, uh, they had questions that needed to get answered timely, and and so adding the division presidents uh, to help them answer those questions, I think, was a huge, help, yeah. certainly a huge help for me. Yeah, and so I, I can already tell a big difference in that for sure. Good, good. All right. Well, thank you, Pat. All right, we've got Tim Langley on the line. That's the Boston Tim, Boston. and uh, he's a ton of fun. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, Jeff, Tim Langelier, Hollingshead Cement. 
Congratulations on a hundred podcasts. That's a lot of podcasts. Uh, my question is: the overall U.S. market has been on a pretty good run for the past several years. How long do you anticipate uh, this to continue? And when we finally do see a downturn in the in the U.S. market, how are we as a company prepared for that? No, that's a great question, Tim. Uh, so I'm I'm a bit bullish over the next uh, at least the next 24 months. I, I think it's going to be really good. I think we've got great tailwinds uh, pushing us forward. So uh, and we can tell that through with the backlog. So there's great pent up demand when you look at housing starts. Uh, housing starts are still below the levels that they were in 2005 and 2006, and there's a real demand for homes that that the market's not meeting, which and tells us that our concrete demand is going to be there. So that's one one place to look when you when you think about what the economy is doing. The other is infrastructure was passed on the national level, so there's uh, uh, billions of dollars that were they're going to get pushed on in infrastructure projects. I don't, I don't suspect that we'll really feel the impact of infrastructure until the Q4 of this year, or maybe even Q1. Mm-hmm. Of, of 2023. So, yeah, when you look at that, I, I think it creates a, a really great environment and an environment where you can be bullish on. And and, uh, and uh, I think growth is going to be there. But what what do you do when recessions come? I, I think you you plan for that every day. We, we're very good about stress testing our business and what happens if we lose 10% of revenue? What happens if we lose 20% or 30%, 50%? What, what decisions have to be made? So we, we have plans for that. And a big part of what we do, and people can see it, we have invest heavily in capex, and by that I mean we buy new trucks, we buy plants, we fix things right, and do things the right way. And you do that so when a recession comes, when you think back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, I want to be in a position. We want to be in a position where we don't, you know, we could go a year without buying anything. You know, go a year without buying trucks, go a year without uh, spending an excess amount of money on capital expenditures, plant fixes, et cetera. Now, there's a lot of companies that, you know, they'll they'll reap the benefit of a of a uh, of a bull market. They'll reap the benefit of a market that's wide open and not invest that money back into the business. They're just pulling cash out of the business. But when a recession comes, those are the companies that go broke. And you'll notice we do exactly the opposite. When when the market's really, really good, we're investing every dollar we make back into the business. And I think in the long run, that's a strategy that will will certainly pay dividends. And the last point I'll make is this, profitable business out they will always outlast non-profitable business. Just for an example, if you're a business that makes 20, 20% margins and you're competing against businesses that make 10% margins and a recession comes, the businesses that make 10% margins will always go broke first. Mm-hmm. So it's important to maintain robust uh, margins during during up cycles. And that way, when down cycles come, uh, you've, you've got you've got margin there that, that uh, if things get tight, you can still run, run and maintain your business. That's why I, I'm very focused on efficiencies. We have to be all of our folks have to be focused on efficiencies and operate the business best in class. That way we're prepared. You know, when when those things do happen and, and they do, I mean, they always do. So it's a good question. Yeah. All right. Great question. And a long winded answer. No, no, you're great. OK. And our final question um, comes in from Ty Stone. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey, guys, it's Ty Stone from Savannah and Charleston regions. And I know that it's always been SRM's 
strategy to keep things simple, but sometimes technology can help us keep things simple as well. I was wondering if we were looking at anything in the technology area that would assist us in our operations going forward. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question as well. Always, you know, we're always looking for ways to to add technology in a smart way. I do not want to add technology just to, for the point of adding it. And I feel like I, there's a lot of companies that we purchase and, and other companies that 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 I've looked at that they just added technology for yeah. the point of technology. It almost becomes trendy. Like it just, you, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not what I want. Yeah. If it if it makes our life better, if it makes our life easier, if it uh, saves time, then that's what we want to do. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't do that, then we don't want to do it. Mike uh, Zagula spends a lot of his time on operations technology, and he heads that up for us. And so he is constantly working. I mean, really constantly working on ways to improve and and make things better and has done really a phenomenal job with our SRM 360 Mm -hmm. and uh, developing that out for for our folks from a sales perspective and inventory and the different things. And that's useful, helpful information. That's that's what we want to keep investing in. So, yeah, we want to look for ways to integrate technology in, in smart ways. Awesome. keep doing that. So. Yes, yes. All right, Jeff. Well, that's all the questions that, that we have. Uh, and no one else is on the line. No one else has any questions. No, that was fun. Thanks so much for, for doing that. And uh, thanks so much for uh, for allowing me thank to do you, 100 Laura. episodes. Happy 100. <laughs> yes, happy 100. Yeah, thank, all thanks right. Everybody. Okay, thanks and have a great week.